Hello and welcome to Live from Studio Venus. Uh, coming to our first episode in 2021. I was fortunate enough to talk to Shayla Miller. She's a Lethbridge musician. Uh, coming out with a new album. Already has albums, so you'll have to check out the link so that you can hear her. Um, unfortunately, our audio is not great on this recording. My video camera... Mm, I had difficulties, let's just say that. And so I had to um, extract the audio, audio off of uh, a Facebook Live video that we are recording simultaneously. So I hope you'll get used to the audio and get into the conversation. Um, I think we had, it was fun to get to know Shayla just a little bit more. So yeah, welcome 2021. Welcome to this episode. And thanks for listening. Other, we were trying to think like 15 years mm-hmm. or something when you were just we. I was, yeah, <laughs> even yet, it was longer, maybe even. Was it? Yeah, 17, yeah, a big chunk <laughs> out of 20, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, I met you down at the old Tongue and Groove, yeah. yeah. So, how sort of speaking of that, or maybe even going farther back, mm-hmm. actually, let's um talk about you a bit more about okay sure <laughs> about who you are and where you're at and what okay. you do and that kind of thing mm-hmm. so you born in Lethbridge no Victoria I was born in Victoria I moved here with my family halfway through grade five and then moved back to Victoria kind of on and off a few times and have been here pretty much since I was 16. Oh, okay yeah and so why'd you stay well I had a I guess I was 17 when I came back. I was 16 when I went to Victoria again for a year, 17. My dad got really sick and I came back for that. And then um, when I came back, I kind of found my groove at the Tungan Groove (laughs) (laughs) and uh, found my like music and arts community here that I didn't know before that existed. I was too young to be in the bars and stuff. And I had kind of snuck into the Starlight Lounge a few times, (laughs) but... I was like... The Starlight Lounge was this fantastic little lounge just... Well, what is it called now? Boss Hogs is on one side, but then the smaller one... It's been so many names, like Tequila That's true. I don't know what it is I don't know what it is now, but it was this beautiful little rough space, right? Because you could tell it was sort of, you know, I don't know. It just had this wonderful feel about it. Not rough... I mean rough more in, it like was a slick little yeah, lounge, yeah, yeah. you know, because Starlight Lounge could sound a bit, but it Fancy. just had, yeah, but yeah. no, it wasn't, it was, I don't know, I mean, at that time, it was more, like, the cool thing, it was, like, more hippie, kind of, yeah, vibe, grungy, hippie, I don't know, yeah, alternative, alternative, yeah. whatever, yeah, hippie, so but, stupid, <laughs> I hate no. that term, but you know what I mean, I know. yeah, <laughs> but, uh, Okay, so you sort of, you know, snuck into the lounges, heard the music. Yeah. Growing up, what your parents play? Um, in the house, my both my parents loved country music. Yeah. Uh, all the classics, like Patsy Cline, and I remember listening to a lot of Everly Brothers, Simon Garfunkel. What else did we listen to? They listened to a lot of stuff I didn't like, want to listen to, like Garth Brooks and stuff like that, oh, okay. and Shania Twain. Which, oh, that real like '90s. Yeah, yeah. And some of the '90s stuff I do like. They listen to Dwight Yoakam, which I still love. Yeah, Mavericks, Prairie Oyster. But yeah, most of it I I didn't like. What? Yeah. But the old stuff I loved. And then when I started to play music, I like first found when I was listening to a lot of music, I was listening to more like heavy stuff, like punk and industrial music and stuff. So when I started to pick up guitar and play and write, I was playing acoustic and I was kind of writing this dark folk kind of stuff and then when I wrote my first country song it was called the country love song because I didn't think I was ever going to write another country oh. song <laughs> I 
kind of just funny. the the only one <laughs> country love song yeah and i still play that song live people still like it and yeah. want to hear it it's kind of funny because it was the first country song i never thought that i'd be like oh this is my new i found it i found, <laughs> I found it. my I found genre yeah, yeah. <laughs> country music who knew what was the first song on there that you just loved that you learned on on guitar was there like like a the song that when you you know let me see like it seems like what is it like uh smoke on the water right oh like yeah, every yeah. Teenage song oh i definitely learn learned that. smoke on the water yeah. i learned the first song i learned how to play and sing at the same time was pink floyd wish you were here oh I it's just that. easy yeah. for me to because it's actually really hard do you play guitar at all i don't it's really quite hard to it's like patting your belly and just whatever. Just said that. Yeah, never it's really hard before. to sing and like do that at the right. same time and keep the rhythm. Right. You know, obviously after many years of doing it, you don't think about it. But at the beginning, like to cross that threshold at the beginning is really, yeah. it's really hard. Yeah. And it's hard for bass. Like I, when I, I can play a little bit of bass and when, oh, as soon as I, oh, <laughs> like I can't do it. It's like, what is going on here? Oh, why? Just it's because it's different because with the rhythm, like oh. the bass is keeping the rhythm, but it's keeping the beat more. So it's like really, it's like a whole different animal than playing like what you're singing, the melody, you know? Right. And when you're playing bass, it might kind of be a little, I don't know. It's just, yeah. really, it's totally different. Yeah. Same with drummers. When drum when drummers sing and play, I mean, yeah. I can't even imagine. Yeah. No. I mean, it, after a certain amount of time, you get it. But it's yeah. just funny after all these years of doing that. That I can't do other instruments and do it. And, you know, I can play piano a bit too, and I'm like, I can barely like, <laughs> get something out. It's uh, funny, right? It's also funny though how fast our brains adjust. Yeah. Like you know, I mean, it's our especially brains are as a so... kid or as a teenager, and you're just like absorbing it all. Yeah. Which I'm watching Jackson do right now. I got him a drum kit for Jackson's Christmas. Your son. Jackson's my son. Yeah. <laughs> and how old did he just turn? One of those candles is off. Huh? That one's supposed to be off. Oh, damn. I don't think it is off. Oh. Hello, everyone. <laughs> I think it's just, uh, oh, no, you're right. We noticed the camera is off, so. <laughs> yes, a little in, you go ahead okay. and see, you should have brought your uh, guitar. You could just sing or something. No. Um, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'll just Sorry, folks. talking about um, Jackson here for a minute. Okay. Yeah. Thank um, you. Jackson is my son. He's 10, and he started playing bass when he was eight, I think, or he might have even been seven. He was playing piano when he was six, switched to bass when he was seven. Wow. And he never liked piano. He was good at it, but he just was more of a little rocker. And now he plays guitar a little bit too. Shreds on the guitar, actually. And then he's like, Mom, am I a better guitar player than you? I'm like, sometimes. Like, sometimes you do. Like, holy crap. And then we got him a drum set for Christmas, and he's just been uh, eating that up. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. Oh, that's And so I cool. love hearing it. Like, I wanted a drum kit when I was a kid, and my dad always said, like, no, we can't, we can't have that. We can't hear, listen to that. Um, right. Which, if he'd given you a chance, yeah, exactly, probably could have. Anyway, all right, that's another story. <laughs> but anyway, it's nice to hear Jackson playing and just seeing his mind absorb it. That's yeah. how we got onto that because kids just absorb and learn and can do so much. Yeah, it's so much easier for them to learn things. Like our minds are, I know, stuck in. I know. You just pockets. wait. My mind's like 20 years older than you. You just wait another 20 years. You'd be like, uh huh? <laughs> Trying something new is a feat in itself. But, yeah. um, okay, so you kind of grew up with some of the country, some you like, some you didn't like. So, obviously, because your, your music now definitely has a honky tonk, vintagey feel. Yeah. Right? And so it seems like when you mention those that you mm -hmm. liked, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And so. But when you got here, and when I get started, and listening to Alternative, and first started playing, when did you make the switch? When did um, you? It was probably like 18. Well, when I started playing with Corey Estes, you remember him? Right, I do. And Foley, <laughs> I do. We, played, we started this, um, I don't even know what you want to call it. It was like a... <laughs> I don't know. It was kind of a... A trio. Almost, like, it was a trio, but it was almost like a loud kind of ruckus bluegrass or something oh like really was, you remember the sangriel not so really no i played mandolin and and guitar and Corey played guitar and dave played 
switch between banjo and dobro. So we just like, yeah. I don't know. That's probably when it started. Having well, you got to play in right? the band. Yeah, yeah, and those guys really liked a lot of that old stuff too. And that, you know, influenced me for sure. Being around them that they were older than me. I was just so young. And they were like 46. So yeah. old. <laughs> That's a child. But when you think of it yeah. now, like that is crazy. Well, that yeah, is, I'm like 18 is... and they're like 27, yeah. 28. I'm like, these guys are now so they... old. <laughs> yourself more I think in your 30s and 40s even more so my mom has a thing that she says every decade she actually enjoys more oh yeah so she's in her 70th, 70th decade oh wow but um she said because I said well 70 doesn't sound that old to me anymore not mm -hmm. like when it used to you know be like 100 years I remember someone was 30 and I just thought oh I oh, know oh my gosh she doesn't have kids like what the hell is she gonna oh, do with yeah. her life like <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah I think mom says 70 still sounds old but she doesn't feel like she's 70. Yeah. So there's sort of that weird, but anyway, age, right? Well, I guess because when we're young and we look at, we think about these old ages as being so old. Yeah. Once you actually get there, you're like, this is actually that old. That's <laughs> still me. I know. <laughs> and I still got it going on. Yeah. Though, yeah. <laughs> I still got to do all the things and yeah. I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Age is an interesting, funky thing. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. is. So when did you kind of go solo, or was that kind of just a... I went, so I had a band after La Sangreal called Red Wine Smile with Dave and Earl. I love that. Actually. You love that? Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That was fun. And um, after that ended, I can't remember what happened exactly. I think Dave was going back to school. Earl was kind of in Lethbridge sometimes and not. And then I decided, like... Enough with the band names, because I'm sick of, like, every time my band ends, yeah. having to be, like, Shayla Miller of Les Sang or mm -hmm. Red Wine Smile with Shayla Miller of Les Sangreals or whatever. Like, mm. it's just so stupid. It's like, just be your name if you're the songwriter. That's how I feel. Yeah. And um, then it's, like, whatever outfit you have after that, it's the Shayla Miller band or support or whatever, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And then I've been with the same guys for a long time now, like, a yeah. really long time. And many times we've talked about, like, what should it be, Shayla Miller and the what's. Because yeah. you guys were such an integral part of my sound right. that I want you guys to well, have a name, you know. It, and, but... and for a while we were like, oh, let's just do Shayla Miller Band. It's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> and then I dropped the band because I just thought it's like, that's too just, like, it's annoying. It's like people know me enough to, whoever's listening to me, it's like, if you're seeing Shayla Miller... Nine times out of ten, nine point five times out of ten, she's with her band. I yeah. don't like playing solo. I don't like playing as a duo. No. I will, but it's much preferred. To, my sound is better with a band. So anyway, then it was like, uh, what should we call you guys? And they're just like, we tossed around a few names. They're like, that's stupid, stupid, stupid. stupid. <laughs> okay, well, they're like, we don't need a name, Shayla. I'm like, okay, perfect, right, guys? No need name. <laughs> you so got it. I guess I should say their names right yes, now. Yeah, yeah. Tyler Bird has been playing with me for years on drums, and he sings harmonies with me. Paul Holden has been my bass player for many years. And then Brian Dick, Skinny Dick, is my pedal steel player for years. And my guitar players have changed a bit. Taylor Ackerman for a long time, Evan Yushenko for a long time, John Martin for a long time. And as of right now, we're I'm kind of up in the air with a guitar player. Whatever. Yeah. Know? Yeah, it's just. I mean, obviously, there's no gigs right now, so I know, I'm not really worrying thing, about right? it. But well, that was one going to be one of my questions: is how are you playing now? How are you surviving? Because I mean, I hear so many people who who are musicians or artists or um, any kind of the, sort of the different arts where you need an audience. Yeah, yeah. Um, that it's and that some of the shows that I watch on television that used to be live, mm -hmm. and then they're trying to do them. It shows. The real interaction that a crowd brings to what you're oh, doing. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Not having that is crazy. I mean, when we we play, we play two live stream shows, like do-it-yourself live stream yeah. shows, and not totally by ourselves. We had help, but like, and then we did one 
a big one from Calgary Folk Fest, like in their, like, whatever. They had all the sound people and right. whatever. But at all three of those shows that I've played this year, yeah. were, it was bizarre. Like yeah. the last, we just did one in December called the Pink Christmas Holiday Special. Because yeah. <laughs> she was in front of her pink Christmas <laughs> <Yeah>. tree, <laughs> which I really would like to see in person. Uh, it just looks so beautiful. Yeah. Next year, I yeah. hope. Yeah, yeah, I took it down already. I've been yeah. on the ball. Anyway, wow. sometimes my Christmas shit is up till February. Yeah, just start putting some hearts on, yeah. right? The kids oh, yeah. go to school and make hearts. Exactly. Yeah, it's our, it's our Valentine's Day. Yeah, it's up the whole year. Sorry. Yeah, um, anyway, yeah so, it's just hard. It was really hard to perform and not have that energy that you soak in, you know, from yeah. people. And just to not have applause, you know, yeah. all that kind of thing. You know that they're watching, you know that, and then you get to read through after all the comments and like, that was amazing, or yeah. like, thank you for playing that song, and all these things that I just like, I'm like glowing, yeah. you know, and it's, yeah. but it's really hard at the time to be like, you yeah. know, hope you like that one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I, by, by the time we did this Christmas one, we kind of dialed in. I'm yeah. like, I know people are watching. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. We're having a good time. Thank yeah. you for tuning in. Whoever yes. tuned in. <laughs> well, it's it's fun with the podcast we have now because we're on live on Facebook. Mm -hmm. But then we also have it on YouTube and the podcast. So there's like these different ways that you get to um, take something in, which I think is kind of neat. Yeah. Because I think sometimes having just the podcast too without the visual visuals mm -hmm. can be really interesting right hearing people's voices absolutely and their and i finally started to listen to podcasts and i've been really enjoying it it's kind yeah. of addicting yeah like it's i had to um like because i would be in the studio and instead of having my music on i would put a podcast on mm -hmm. and so then i started to all of a sudden list, uh, miss my music though right mm -hmm. it was like no i gotta make sure i don't just be podcasting it up but they're fun there's some good stuff out there and there's Shayla Miller there. So. <laughs> That's nice. So, sorry. So, we were on to your second album, I think. We're kind of going through. And you were oh, yeah, yeah. So, then I, so, yeah, then we did the Shayla Miller three. Oh, yeah, we were the three. The trio. Some, some. Yeah, oh, Shayla three Miller three. Right, three some. Right, I forgot about that. So, yeah. we were the threesome right after Red Wine Smile. Yeah. And that was me and Paul and Tyler. And then we, I dropped that and then... I started working with Treeline. That's what happened. Ah, yeah. uh, right, yeah. right. So Treeline had made their first album with an artist from Edmonton, Sean Brewer. Mm -hmm. And it was Treeline with Sean Brewer. And then they toured that album and did all that. And then wanted another artist. And we were already playing together. I was already dating Ryan at the time. Tyler was in Treeline, mm -hmm. also in my band. Yeah. Taylor was in Treeline, also in my band. <laughs> and we're like, hmm, I wonder what artist Treeline should make their next album with. <laughs> this is maybe a little obvious. So we yeah. just decided, let's do this. And it was really fun because Ryan and I were together, and Ryan was the main singer in Treeline. Right. Tyler sang a bit, and Taylor did too. But we wrote a bunch of duets. And we were going through a big hiccup, so we had a lot of really cool duets <laughs> that were like... A little Fleetwood Mac vibe. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was like pretty fun. I loved doing that. And we toured that one all the way to Ontario. That's the only time I've played in Ontario. I mean, having kids and being a touring artist is hard. Yeah. You can't yeah. always go for right. that long, right? Yeah. But at the time, I only had Jackson, and Jackson, his dad... Um, is from England and he takes him to England once a year. Oh, nice. Yeah, so he goes for two weeks, sometimes three weeks every yeah. year. Not this year, but he's gone like 10 times almost. Nice. To England. Yeah, it's great. So I would make at that, those times before I had Lucia, which is my daughter, <laughs> um, we would book our tours during when Jackson was in England. So it would be fine. We'd do one long one and then we'd just do like weekends throughout the year. Yeah. And that would be okay because we have a lot of support around here with our parents and, and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, we, we did a lot of stuff with that album. And then after that, that was when it was like I had Lucia and then I had to take a break. Yeah. And when I came back from that, that's when I released Bad Ideas. And here I am almost releasing Big Hair, Small City. <laughs> <laughs> but you have, in Bad Ideas, wasn't there the one or wasn't there... So I was thinking of one I really, actually, I think I made a note. Mm -hmm. um, oh, The Color of My Love. Was oh, that right. A, 
right. Yeah. Good ideas. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I so that one we, re- we got a grant to make a music video for that song. Which, it, which really is cool. lovely. It's yeah. really pretty. Yeah. I'll put a I'll put a link underneath oh, yeah, sure. so that people can can get it. We'll put a link to uh, your website too. So sure. Can... My website is under. In, <laughs> I was going to say it's under destruction. <laughs> that's because there's the truth, right? Yeah. A little Freudian slip there. Yeah, that's <laughs> like it is under destruction right now. Truly, it's under construction, but it's more like destruction. (laughs) We're changing a whole bunch of stuff, trying to rebrand for the new album and stuff. But you could maybe just put a link for my Instagram. Well, I took a boo today. Oh yeah, yeah, and I thought. I mean, yeah, it was definitely under destruction. Yeah, (laughs) but but there were there were some great yeah links there and and information. So yeah, you can read a little bit more about her. Like you know, I think you've. uh, Got a nice little like biography on there. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I thought, I'm no, not no, sure. It's what, not that I haven't been looking at it. I hired someone to do it, and I don't want to know. <laughs> oh no, it's looking okay. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, do you want to talk about? Well, you know what? Let's talk about the video before oh, we go sure, on yeah. to the next album. So, tell me about that grant. And oh the yeah. Process and. Do you remember when Telus was doing those story hive grants? Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. So we, Laura Comden, who is the um, the director and writer of the story of the video, yeah, uh, producer, whatever, all the things, mm-hmm. all the hats. She was a fan of mine, and I didn't know who she was. And she saw me play at Silken Fair, mm-hmm. and she heard me play that song. And at first, she wanted to do it to an older song of mine, Lonely, but I was like, that song's so old and I'm just about to release a new album, yeah. why don't I send you my new songs before they're released and pick a song that speaks to you, if, yeah. if at all, and if it does, then we all go forward with it. Yeah. So then she did that and she came back right away and was like, oh my gosh, oh my love, she's like, I remember hearing you play this at South Country Fair and I cried and I yeah. couldn't stop thinking about it for so long and this is... The, this is the song, and I'm like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> I have goosebumps everywhere. Uh, I, I did. I've cried to that song too. Oh, yeah, that's no, it's nice. it's just it's a sad a, song. It is a sad song, but I find a lot of your songs really emote emotion. Yeah. Um, I mean, music does anyway, but there's there's always something sort of in the song that's really rooted in an emotion that goes through it. So whether it's a happy emotion mm-hmm. or a heartbreak. Or, or whatever, right? It's all the so things. It's all the things. <laughs> it's all the things. And so now we've got big hair, small city. Yeah. And that is getting released in the it's near future, In a couple right? months, yeah. So I've, I've mastered it and I need to remaster it now. So it's a bit delayed, but... Oh, you musicians and you're remastering <laughs> and reading this. And... It's like... <laughs> Actually, yeah. How about this now? So yeah, whatever. It's but it's crazy. a really fun single. It is out. Mm-hmm. Right? The single is out. The single's out, and the second single, Seven Hundred, is out. Which I probably released at the wrong time, right at the end of the year, and all the radio stations are doing wrap ups of the year and stuff. Uh, but that's okay. Seven Hundred is a great song. It, it is a great song. Yeah, thank you. And isn't it Seven Hundred love song? No. What is a Seven Hundred again? Well, there's a whole bunch of 700 oh, okay. things in it, but seven... Because um, I thought one was country, a country song or something, or 700 seven, love songs. Or, 700 number one hit songs I need to oh, write. That's, that's one of the lines. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, I guess, what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. I got it mixed up, but... <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of 700s in there, and that yeah. song came about because I was just, like, sitting with my friend and, like... To wear all the hats. There's 700 things going on all the time. There's 700 children in my house. There's 700 things to do, and I don't know where 700 came from. Just ranting. Yeah. And then at the end, he didn't say anything. It was just like, and then at the end of it, I was just like, that's a song. Yeah. So <laughs> and, and that's a song that I have to write now. Thank you so much. Yeah. Okay, Shayla. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And then I wrote it. Yeah. So I'm happy with it. And was it in, uh, was the, going back, was the big hair one, is there's got to be like Dolly Parton influence in there somewhere. Well, that came from <laughs> Blue Baker. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the first time we did a photo shoot, he, he uh, said to me something along the lines of, he's like, you've got the big hair, small city vibe oh. written all over you kind of thing. Oh. And I was just like. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what this What the hell? I'm like, yeah. that's insane. That's yeah. like the best way to sum up my vibe <laughs> ever. So I said that and then he he brought me a, a picture of myself framed from the thing and, and wrote like on a paper towel, like big hair, small city, like never give up, all that kind of thing, yeah. you know? And I was like, man, that's so nice. And I ha still have it. And I was like, I got to write this song now because I want to name my album this because it's so Iconic. brilliant and it, yeah. just whatever Sum mm -hmm. summarizing how I feel yeah. <laughs> about me and my yeah. life so I wrote it yeah. I actually wrote it on the piano oh, my okay. honky my drunken sounding out of tune honky tonk piano drunken sounding because I'm not that good <laughs> it's like I'm okay but when I sing like I was saying yeah, before yeah, yeah. when I sing and play it it's not the best so is that the first song, first and only song you've written on the piano, or that is the first and only song? Oh. Yeah, I mean I've written songs without lyrics. I have lots of songs that I play. Yeah, Marion calls one my opus, my life's work. <laughs> it goes on and on and on and on and on. My kids are like, Mom, <laughs> okay, I'll stop. Like, then get really into it, and I get on the sustain pedals, and I'm like, Ding! <laughs> I, whatever, but I, that is the first song I've written with lyrics, yeah. 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 And will I it be the last, to, or? No, I don't think so. Yeah, you I enjoy love it. Yeah. I yeah. love it. Yeah. And submitted it to? Uh, submitted it to my songwriting club that I have to write a song a month for, or oh. I have to pay $100. There's Ooh. a whole bunch of us in it. I say I have to pay $100, but no one's ever paid. Yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah. encouraging still. Yeah. That's kind of the rules, but we just, like just get some stuff get something out. out there there's like 10 people in the club now it started with just Stephen ford and i were like needing a fire under our asses to yeah. write some more i remember him saying that now yeah. actually but yeah yeah it's great and it was it was just us for a long time and then carolyn mark joined about eight months later and eight songs later you know yeah, it's right three years yeah. now oh wow so that's a lot of songs so yeah. a lot of my songs off big hair small city the, the album were written in song club. Oh, Big Hair okay. Small City was written in song club. Yeah. The song. Yeah. Seven hundred was. Yeah. Like seven or so songs on the album were written in song club, which is really cool. Yeah. And then I have a whole other album that I already. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like because of like the song club is awesome, man. Like when oh, you yeah, write right. hundreds, I right. have to write them. You know. And sometimes they're, I definitely phone it in sometimes, like, so, you know, like this song's called Sunglasses. <laughs> this song's called The Shitty Birthday Blues. Yeah. You know, like, that's not, yeah, I'm yeah. not doing anything yeah. with it. No. But it was, like, <laughs> yeah. fun to write. Carolyn's like, I was standing in line on the ferry in BC when I listened to that song, <laughs> laughing. I'm like, good, well. You know, they're joke songs or whatever, but yeah. it's still the purpose is to like keep that practice. You know what you're yeah. an artist, you yeah. know, and sometimes you get stuck in your rut and you maybe don't finish things and it yeah. feels like shit because you're like, I'm not doing what I'm, you know, I'm the too soon editor, like throwing mm -hmm. away a painting before it's done and being like, yeah. no, this sucks. Or, you know, I yeah. find as a writer, a songwriter, I do that all the time. And yeah. I, when I talk to other songwriters, that seems to be their biggest issue, especially aspiring songwriters that are like very new into it. And I, I was like that when I first started writing, you write like, a, you know, a verse and you're like, can't go further. And then you just play that part over and over again until you're sick of it. And you're like, screw this song, I, uh, you know? Yeah. So anyway, it gets us out of that, that horrible cycle of just like, not writing like I can go for a year oh, and not write yeah, a song yeah. if, if it wasn't for the songwriting club seriously it's yeah. just and to have the support Life. of our peers yeah John Hannah's in it now Carter Felker like there's so many people in the community yeah that we've all known each other for for a long time and yeah. now we're like sharing such a vulnerable thing together yeah. as like your yeah. raw songs that you've just like played into your phone yeah You're like here <laughs> and camaraderie and and stuff like it that is. right yeah. yeah 
totally yeah so that's i guess i got off topic but that is a big part of i guess this album because it's that's if it wasn't for that i don't know I'm, i can't imagine stopping it like there i haven't submitted my song for this month yet so i'm late yeah <laughs> i'm like super late but i every single day go to write my song go to write right. my song and if it wasn't for that i would be like i'm busy i'm not <laughs> writing a song yeah i'm way too busy no it's true I'm painting my kitchen you know like whatever <laughs> It's one of the reasons I like to work collectively, actually, mm -hmm. because it's sort of, you're working with someone else, and so it's sort of this, um, uh, even my mom and I are painting now, and, and we're coming in once or twice a week, and it's just sort of nice having that practice for your mm -hmm. art practice, right? So you do, it, it, you do need to practice over mm -hmm. and over in order to hone your skill, mm -hmm. right? And so, I don't know, it, it's so necessary, and sometimes I think we... I know, especially as a visual artist, there's lots of times where it's like the night before and I'm like yeah. cramming stuff, right? Because it's, although one thing I think with artists is we always are thinking, right? Mm -hmm. Like we're always thinking, we're always observing, we're always thinking of things in a different way or how to process them or all those different things that are, that are happening, mm -hmm. right? And so sometimes when you're doing something at the last minute, it's not really last minute mm -hmm. because you've been going totally. through it and through it and you've worked it out and you're figuring things out. And so when it comes to it, you're actually just doing something you could probably tell someone else to do because well, it's just yeah. the literal. And it's coming out of you and it's mm -hmm. been building up. Like that's every artist I know, it's like this is our outlet, right? Yeah. And yeah. it's like I said just to Ryan the other day, I said, he has a songwriting club too, by the way, that he wouldn't let me one? join, which is why I started the song club. So his song club what is crap. Well, he was in it at the time. They they've grown it a little bit, but at the time it was his two friends from. I'm friends with them too, but his yeah. two oldest oldest friends from high school. They've been doing and it. they were kind of like Sheila. She can't join her group. Yoko Ono. Sheila, like more. I think they. I think it was more that they were like. Like, I feel safe to share my raw right. material with you, yeah. but I don't want, you know. Like, Which is fair. That's totally fair. Yeah. So I said, that, no, that's fine. It's fine. It's all yeah. good. And he was just kind of like, I'll don't start a better one. Yeah. And I just <laughs> said, I'll, I want to start one because I think I've, I saw how good it was for him. Yeah. He had been going on for like a year. Yeah. And I was like, I need to start one. I talked to Steve and him and I had already talked lots about songwriting over the years and how we both get stuck in ruts. And I was yeah. like, this will grab us out of it. Yeah. And it was like, okay, let's do it. You know? Oh, cool. Yeah. But it, what was I going to say? Oh, I was just saying to him the other day, cause he was saying like, Oh, I submitted my song. Have you submitted yours yet? Cause both <laughs> our clubs are due on the first. And I was like, no man, I have not submitted my song yet. And his is way, they've actually charged their people a hundred dollars before for being late. <laughs> we haven't. We're pretty relaxed and yeah. like understanding of what's going on. Cause everyone's trying. So. Yeah. Anyway. No, but it's sometimes, like you say, you get in ruts or whatever, mm -hmm. right? And by, even if it's a shitty song in yeah. the end, it's, you've you pulled something it. out. You did yeah. it and you finish it to completion. Yeah. That yeah. was kind of my... My Sometimes thought that do. I was saying before that yeah. I got lost on, but to finish a song to completion, even if you're not proud of what you did, mm -hmm. you should be proud that you finished a song to completion. You didn't just stop and be like, this sucks, I suck, I'm yeah. 10 years old. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I hear my kids say that and he's like, suck. And I'm like, don't say that, yeah. honey, you know? But I, you know, you, you sink back yeah. into that with your own insecurities and your art and stuff mm -hmm. I feel like we yeah. still do that and I anyway it's good to finish anything that you're doing to completion <laughs> it, it is completion. it's very satisfying completion how, how it is like saying <laughs> completion so sexy really finish to completion <laughs> it's gotta be a t-shirt now gotta be a t-shirt actually that is sexy now that I'm like <laughs> yeah. I kept saying completion wait, wait. I'm like stop uh, saying completion <laughs> started writing it really hard to go back and edit like no I meant it like this that's why I wrote it that way it somehow came in through me and I wrote it that way and I have a hard time going in and being able to edit it okay. and it is something that you 
learn, mm -hmm. right, as sort of how to do it and what to do it. Is that something, like, because I'm not a songwriter, mm -hmm. is it that same way with songwriting? I guess sometimes if it's, yeah, like I, um, say before we go and in, went into the studio this last time, there was a couple songs that were still pretty fresh, yeah. and I ran them by Ryan, and I just said, like, what do you think of this part of this line? And it's more when someone else says something like, I feel like that line doesn't make sense there, and it should be... Well, this song was written for women, Brian, and of course you don't understand why that line's there, you know? And then he was like, oh my gosh, he can laugh it off, he can deal with me. He's just like, okay, well, that's my point of view. Um, just leave the song, it's fine, Shayla, you know? Yeah. So I guess when other people critique, yeah. you don't know what I'm asking them. <laughs> Well, I don't think you quite understand it then. And Obviously, I don't. you don't see my vision. Yeah. Yes, I mean, I think it's a little bit different with songs, I guess. Because I don't really have to, unless it's like a story story song. Yeah. Where it's like the way, like, you know, a lot of songwriters write in that more storytelling way. Which I do a little bit, but it's pretty vague and it's very yeah. riddled with metaphors. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, subject to however you interpret it. And well, and maybe there's... Different for an individual, you know, each person. Of course, right? yeah. And yeah. I like songs like that because someone can be like, I feel like that song is about this. And I'm like, yeah. that song totally could be about that. Yeah. It wasn't what I was thinking of, but that, you know, and I think that's cool because yeah. that's what makes a song, that's what makes it, um, what's the word? relatable to yes. each individual person that they can, yeah. I relate to your music so much and I think leaving it more vague instead of sticking it into anything like make if it's a story then you're listening to the story exactly how it's told and yeah. that's a skill and that's very interesting and cool yeah. but to be a little bit looser about it you get to relate have more people be able to relate to it and help them through their whatever if it's yeah you know what I mean yeah yeah well yeah, I think maybe any artist like that, and and it, like you say, there's other songs, other artists like Bruce Springsteen or something, yeah. right? Is like follows like this story that goes on and on and on. But um, so I think there's different arts mm -hmm. that kind of go the same way, perhaps. But I know with my art too, even though it's very central focused, it's meant to be something that is very open to people, so mm -hmm. that they can take what they want from it. I don't know if it's always successful but I think I think with all arts even if it's something that's purely for us mm -hmm. there there is something out there that other people can take from it totally just because we all have different experiences exactly if we all had the same experiences that would be crappy well yeah <laughs> we wouldn't be nearly as interesting like what amazing we're all things. attracted to the same person that'd be shitty too yeah I'd be really <laughs> fucking competitive yeah <laughs> oh so I did ask you oh with the um I know touring is, like we talked about, is pretty much non-existent. Have you played, tried playing in any spaces that have, you know, with everybody all far apart? And well, I did. Have you heard of the curbside concerts that started? Sort of. Matt Masters started this concert group, uh, what concert group? More like a, I don't know what it's called. But um, artists are kind of hired under this, this curbside concerts to go and say say you wanted to have you would go to curbside concerts website and pick up their roster of artists and say I want Shayla Miller to come to my backyard or my curbside safely distanced from everybody and I would come with a little PA and I would play for you and then your job as the person that's hired this act yeah you know, you can tell your neighbors and be like, come right. join, Just Get, come outside, like yeah. come outside in your own front yards oh. and you'll be able to hear her and she's playing on a PA kind of thing. So I only did one of those and I was game to do more, but was the like? weather started changing. Uh, it was awesome. Yeah. It was kind of like, what is this going to feel like? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> I don't want to do this. Yeah. And Tyler did it with me. We did it as a duo. Yeah. That's another great thing about Tyler Bird, my drummer. He also plays guitar and bass and everything else. So when I do a duo, he usually comes with me because he sings with me 
and we just are so close. And, and does he play guitar at that? He played guitar yeah. with me then, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so we brought the PA and we set up and it was so hot, it was like 33 degrees out or something. <laughs> and we managed to find a tree to set up under and uh, it was great. And they all tipped us, we made Sweet. money from the company that hired us and yeah. then also the tips and huh? sold merch. Oh, it was nice. awesome. Well, I think too there is, well for one thing, people are like desperate for art, yeah. desperate for music and art. Lethbridge is, uh, it's got music going on all the time. Yeah. Like live music is happening sort of everywhere. Totally. There's, in the summer there's all kinds of different festivals going on with music. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's, I mean, there's neighborhoods that are putting on festivals and totally. there's just always a lot of music going on in Lethbridge, I find. Now you oh, probably yeah, yeah. know. Oh, I think it, there it, it yeah. is. It is like that in Lethbridge. Yeah. It's not like that. I mean, they do have a really cool folk fest in Medicine Hat. But yeah. for cities that are pretty similar in size and pretty close together, yeah. the amount of art community and music community that's going on in Lethbridge compared to Medicine Hat is pretty big. Yeah. Especially yeah. music. They have a cool art scene there. But you know what I mean? Yeah. It's very different. No. And Red Deer has music a bit, but like... I think Red Deer is different because it's like so close to Calgary and Edmonton that it doesn't have the type of community that we have down here because we're so much further away from everything. Yes, Calgary's only two hours away, but we're pretty, yeah. pretty secluded and people who are here kind of here to stay, a lot of people, yeah. right? Yeah. Instead of like, if you know, you might be raised in Red Deer and be like, well, I'm going to go to Calgary for university and then <laughs> want to stay in Calgary or or Edmonton yeah. or further. Yeah. So I only bring up those two cities because they're like a similar size. A similar but size. Less similar is, province. Yeah. Yeah. Music and art community is huge and it's talked about lots through yeah. all the musicians that I know all throughout Alberta. Yeah. Is that right? Okay. And, and, and further, like people, I mean, hosting the Windy City Opry. Yeah. And even working out music venues all these years. Mm -hmm. I've met so many artists from all over the country, and they always say, like, Lethbridge is one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. Because of the audience. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's why I always feel bad when we have, like, a freaking amazing act, but it's, like, on a Wednesday or something, and, and you go down to watch them, and, like, there's four, and I'm just like, people are missing this. And yeah, I, I know. miss them all the time, because... I'm such a homebody, but but uh, it is. There's just so many amazing acts. Clearly, I remember a time when you were always out. It's I know. Time. You can be a homebody. <laughs> You've supported a, a lot of music. <laughs> well, it is, you do feel, and it's hard, though. Yeah. There aren't people out, but yeah. But yeah. No, it's there true. was a time I was out way too much. <laughs> well, I just remember serving you a long time ago. Over-serving me. <laughs> I know. I was certainly doing that. <laughs> um, talking about Windy City Opry. Opry, yeah. Yeah. So what, how did that start? What, what, what is that for people who haven't heard about it? Uh, the Windy City Opry is a concert. Should I talk to this? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, the Windy City Opry is a little concert series that happens the second, well, happened the second Wednesday of every month at the Slice. And it started. And the Slice, for those that don't know, um, is just a local bar here that has That's always right. been known for the live music. Yeah. Very strong live music venue. Yeah. So it started four years ago. This would have been the four year anniversary Aww. in December. I know. But then we stopped right at the beginning of the pandemic and I was almost kind of thinking like maybe it's time to start this again because live music was starting to happen even mm -hmm. with like the shields. I was like, let's do it. We'll keep it just one act and keep it low key. Yeah. But then uh, COVID numbers were rising again and I just said, well, we got to just keep this, uh, we got to follow the rules and just stop, right? Mm -hmm. So um, Boots and the Hoots, have you heard of them? No. Uh, they're a band originally from Red Deer, and now I think most of them, one's in Drumheller, Boots, and the other two are in Calgary. But uh, Boots is a friend of mine, and his band, Boots and the Hoots, they're all friends of mine, but they started this Opry night called the Pinecone Opry in Red Deer, and it was oh, super fun. Okay. And they, it had been going on for a couple years, three years, maybe before I started this, and Brian and I were driving back from Red Deer from the Pinecone Opry playing and we're talking like man I 
that should have something like this. Yeah. Like, totally. Who's gonna host it? <laughs> Ryan just looks at me. I wonder. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah. I'll <laughs> and, take it on. Yeah, and then we just kind of clap. Let's like brainstorm the whole way home and what should we call it? And why did you come up with that name? <laughs> I wonder. Yeah. Yeah. That's where just like windy capital of Yeah, so windy. Yeah. So yeah, um, we decided to do it on a Wednesday, the second Wednesday of the month, because we would get better acts if we did it on, for a few reasons. Because we'd get better acts, because like, whoever we might have, whoever, Tequila Mockingbird Orchestra, let's just pull them out of the, whatever. Yeah. They're probably on a Friday or Saturday already booked in Calgary or Edmonton. Yeah. But on a Wednesday, they're looking for these gigs. And I know from a touring act that I don't tour hugely like some people do because of yeah. my kids and stuff. But when I do go on these two-week jaunts here and there, those days are the hardest to fill. Right. Sundays, Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays. Yeah. It's easy to find those gigs because there's music venues in bigger cities that are grab it you know there's yeah. there's so much so many places to play but when you're traveling to and fro and it's like you don't want to have three days off in the middle of your tour you want to have so you can grab day. somebody that's going yeah through. it was amazing grab, yeah yeah so we could get somebody and so then we decided to start it at eight o'clock sharp yeah because Wednesday Wednesday and the slice and other music venues sometimes in Lethbridge over the all the years not just the owl and slice yeah but start bands really late yeah. And it's fine. I like partying late. <laughs> yeah. But when you're doing it in the middle of the week, yeah. you know, and the kind of crowd I wanted to attract, any crowd, I want, I wanted all the people to come, but like come and listen. Yeah. Let's get drunk after. Yeah, yeah, The yeah, show's yeah. done at 10, 1030, yeah. just when you're starting to get a little bit buzzed, whatever. The band's off, then let's talk and chit chat, you know, let's yeah. like be here to watch the band dance if you want, whatever, but it's, I just was trying to create more of a listening kind of audience vibe, even though we're in a bar. Yeah, yeah. You know, I didn't yeah. want to be like super anal, but like all the time. <laughs> yeah. But like, there were times. But there were <laughs> But you know, like it was, yeah. I just wanted it to be kind of like a folk club vibe. Yeah. But not quite. No, no. You know, like yeah. In a bar. But, you know. Anyway, it's, it's has been fun. I'm not going to say it was fun. No. I want to keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. So I just have to wait until the time is right again. Yeah. Which hopefully won't be too far because it would be nice, even though you haven't sort of gone this year, you should be able to count to five years. Yeah. Year. <laughs> exactly. So even, even if it's on the second Wednesday in well, yeah. December, we'll have to. That's right. Have a celebration. Yeah. We'll, we'll still call it the five. Well, it's been five years since I started it. So I'll say that. Even yeah. It wasn't the full year of doing it, right? Yeah. 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 So what about this Project Wild 2018? Oh yeah. Tell me, this is big. It was fun, yeah, it was good. What about it? <laughs> Tell me what it is. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's an artist development program um, in Alberta geared towards just helping the top 12, they pick 12 artists um, to help them develop yeah. their careers. And that, but that's like that's out of a lot of people. Yeah, a lot. That's of That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot of people. I, I submitted the year before and didn't get in. And I thought I was getting in that year, and I was really bummed out. I remember Ryan and I were in somewhere. I think we were in we were somewhere else in some other city. Yeah. And I remember like Nashville, even I think I think we were. I was gonna ask you about Nashville. Maybe. Yeah, we were in Nashville, <laughs> and I was like. Oh, I'm getting a call from someone yeah. that knew. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, like, no, Shayla, you're, you were in the top 28, but you didn't make it past this next round. You yeah. wanted to let me know before the top 12 were announced. Uh -huh. I didn't get bummed out. Uh -huh. <laughs> and I'm like, thanks, man. I won't say who it is yeah. just in case. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but I said, thanks for telling me. And I was super bummed out. But I didn't. Yeah. it was better to hear that way. Yeah. Anyway, so that was 2017. So 2018, when I submitted my application, I did not think I was going to get in, but I was like, whatever, I'll just keep trying until I get in. I yeah. want to learn what they have to offer in this program. Yeah. I don't really fit the mold of what like Project Wild 
is maybe, but seems like I kind of do. Like yeah, they're right. opening up, they're broadening their. I can't. I don't why know how to say is it. it? Why do you mean by? It's more like um. It seems like it's more. It's more like uh. What's the word? I don't want to say pop country, but commercial it's got country. A, yeah. Yeah, and less like alternative country right. or whatever you want to call what I do. Yeah. I just call what I do country because that's what it is. <laughs> but a lot of the commercial country out there right now is more like pop. Yeah. It's, you know, and they know it themselves. Yeah. I think most of the girls and people I talk to, they're like, I don't want to play country. I want to play pop. But the only way I can get on the radio is if I play country. Yeah. Country. Yeah. <laughs> so, so they're playing the yeah. same thing, but just adding a little bit of a... Something on it to make it country? A whole lot of something, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we like, uh, I, I super bonded with a lot, all of my top 12. I went into it kind of nervous and scared and like, I'm so old and these people are all so young. And were they younger? Yes. Oh, like, really? Oh, yeah, like 10 years younger than Oh, me, really? I, would, yeah. I wasn't expecting all that. All young. There was a couple that were the same age, if not older, than me. Yeah. But of the 12 artists, I was maybe like the third oldest. Oh, really? And I was definitely yeah. the oldest girl. <laughs> like by 10 years. So I'm in the cabin with these all these girls, and they're like, and I'm just like, yeah. wonder how my kids are going back home. <laughs> but I like love every yeah. minute of it. It was super Because fun. it includes kind of a, a boot camp or something. Yeah, there's a boot camp. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the artist boot camp. And and you take classes all day long, um, whole, all kinds of stuff mm -hmm. from, oh my gosh, it's like everything, everything you can think of that you need mm -hmm. to develop your career. Like there was like voice lessons, there was social media classes, royalty classes, oh, nice. all kinds of stuff, like everything really? under the sun. Yeah, it yeah. was really interesting. And then at night, we were recording all night long oh. until 2 in the morning, and we were up. They blow, like, the foghorn at 7.30, like, you're at camp. Rude! Set, maybe even <laughs> 7, I can't remember. And we all had to run down to the big community <laughs> hall and eat together. Oh, <laughs> yeah, really good food. Yeah. And then off to our classes. So it was, like, a really busy, it was boot camp. It was Like, when camp. they call it yeah. boot camp, it's like, they set it up like boot camp, yeah. you know. Yeah. There was lots of fun, and we we were allowed to like you know mingle and drink and whatever do yeah. our thing. So we all had a good time, but we recorded all night. Yeah, it was insane. So that um, yeah. So I got in the top twelve. I didn't get down to the top three, but that's fine. I was actually gonna apply again because you're allowed to apply more than once. I was yeah. gonna apply again last year, but then everything. I actually had my application like mostly filled out when they. Yeah. They said it's not happening, and I'm like, well, I'm not going to continue working on this. No, but I think it'd be really fun year. to do it again. Yeah, yeah. With your your new album and your my new, new stuff album, that's going and, on. and plus all the stuff I learned there and what they're looking for, and you win a hundred thousand dollars. I know, you win right? Top prize and is is that the one that uh, Mario Buckley won it last year? Um, used to be my neighbor, Leo Leroy. Leroy was won that it the one? before, but it was called Peak. It was called something it was different. Called Peak Performance. That's right. Peak was the radio station, but sponsored by um, Wild, whatever. It's a Calgary commercial country radio station. Oh, okay. Wild FM or something. Okay. And before it was Wild FM, it was um, Peak something else. It yeah. It was more like a rock station. I, yeah. So Leroy won it. Yeah, he won it, and he built that. Studio, amazing right studio house. Yeah. yeah yeah he was we lived like five mm -hmm. houses apart or something yeah and Leroy lived like right across the street and I can't play music at all so but I will I'll paint you yeah but Kat you know Catherine's there right now yeah yeah and you guys know each other from way back yeah 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 no we'll have to we've sort of said we'll have to get together in like the summer or when we don't have to wear a mask yeah 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 totally <laughs> But, um, yeah, well, I don't know. I guess that's, I was thinking when I was sitting down and thinking about you and what we we're going to talk about, and I was like, you remind me so much of Lou Harris. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Really, that's so sweet um, and funny that you say that. Why? Because I just wrote her a letter. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh I 
thinking about it on the way here because <laughs> I was listening. Do you know the Dolly Parton, Emily Lou Harris, yeah, and yeah. Under On Set album, the trio yeah, album? Yeah. Just had it on the car. Love it so much. <laughs> Me too. Pretty much every time it's on, I cry because <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Oh, there's all amazing songwriters. Oh, there's voices. Oh, yeah. And everything. Just like, yeah. So my friend Linda, I've met her through just like she heard me on CKUA and we she started chatting with me and we keep in contact sometimes and she tells me after a time of talking together that she is friends with Emmy Lou Harris from many like in the 70s oh the yeah 70s. and she met her at shows and she has pictures of them together like through the decades like at shows and stuff she gave yeah. backstage passes and all that so anyway, she said, I'm writing to Emily Lou like I do every year, and I want to send her your album, and I want to buy it, don't just give it to me, and I'm like, just have it. She's like, I'm buying it. So she bought it to go along with it, because she's going to read it, Shayla, like yeah. I promise. So I like, I wrote it, and I cried, I like, oh did all gosh. the things. Yeah, it was crazy. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So that just happened... <sighs> Oh, yeah, that was like a like four weeks ago or something like uh, that we did that. That's so, so cool. Well, no, you definitely that's and so I nice. think she's so beautiful. She's too. so and beautiful. She's like stunning, stunning, yeah. stunning. But um, well, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for thank coming you and so chatting. much for having me. Yeah, thank you very much. And where can people get your new thing? album when it's out? Yeah. Well, um, or what about even your past albums? Like Spotify well, they're up on all the streaming platforms mm -hmm. and then yeah if you, you want a physical copy you can get in touch with me through yeah oh all the ways all the ways <laughs> there's a lot I know. of ways yeah <laughs> there is all the social media ways if people can't find people these days i know they are not trying so just put hard. my name in the yeah. thing and find the thing <laughs> exactly and find, me. <laughs> find the thing you'll find the thing yeah and then uh yeah we'll just wait for your to hear your new album but in the meantime Keep enjoying your song. Thanks for all the questions, and it was fun to talk about my whole past. Yeah, I haven't done that for a long time. <laughs> Going so far deep back into it because you, you and I have known each other for so long. So yeah, well, it's, it's cool. funny though. Like probably a lot of people, we know each other, but we don't. We're not in daily contact. Yeah. So a lot of the things in your life, thank God for social media, frankly. Yeah. I'm, uh, because I am kind of a shut-in now, like, that's basically my, I yeah. tried to go off, no, I did go off Facebook for two or three months or something, and I realized, and maybe this is terrible and shallow and whatever, but I realized it kind of is my connection to the world. It mm -hmm. kind of is, I don't know what you're doing if I'm yeah. not on there, right? Because I am not seeing you every day, um, and when I see you, it's not like we can have a big, chat and I know, you know it, that's just not what happens and so I find on social media at least it kind of I can keep abreast of a little bit of what's yeah. going on and be able to you know send someone a message or whatever totally but yeah so for me social media is kind of great in me it has all the other things going on with it but it is great also it for is promoting there, ourselves yeah and, we know there's bad things, but there's also good things. There's really good yeah. things. Like that support to me is kind of, kind of huge. Totally. And like the, the love or, or whatever that you get online, honestly, I, it does make a difference. It's, it does. It, yeah. So I don't know. So I'm back on Facebook, but it's funny once you go away for three, I'm more on Instagram, mm -hmm. but once you go away for three months, like now I forget to check it. I just don't even look. That's good. Yeah. So it's yeah, and I'm going there. But Instagram. I like Instagram. I do too. It's yeah. just easier. Yeah. Yeah. I like how, it. How was it with having kids and, and navigating that? I mean, I imagine. I just with... try to not have it near me. Have my phone near me when they're around. Yeah. Like I do have to sometimes. You know, I have to sometimes. Well, especially promoting yourself. Yeah, and it's things. like crazy. Yeah. And with my hair, I'm doing the same thing. Yeah, we didn't too. mention you are also a hairstylist here in Lethbridge. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it's like I got all these things. So yeah. I do have to look at it sometimes. And sometimes it's like I'm getting an important phone call at six o'clock because of the time difference. This is the only time this person can call me or whatever. Yeah. So they get it, but I try just. I just don't want them to always. I just. I tried to see through their eyes, and I never want to see through their eyes their mother just like this. Yeah. 
you know. It's hard when so you try to that, think about it? yeah, when you see someone else doing it, you're like, get off your phone. But, your kids are right there. But, but you know what? Like what I do is not not judge that anymore. Yeah, no, I because I, I'm I like, what if someone? It's even Paul and I. We'll have been together the entire day, mm-hmm. and so we're going out for supper, and we both check our phones because oh, yeah. we've not, you know, we haven't been able to check all day, but we've been together all day. So now we're checking. But I thought if anyone walks by, we just look like these. Yeah, but you could be like checking your bank statement. I know like, it could be anything. <laughs> that's why we that's can't judge each other. Yeah. We don't know. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. But I just like as a parent that's yeah. like trying to monitor my child's screen time. Yeah. I don't want to be the bad example because they just don't quite understand what yeah. we do, right? We yeah. don't understand that like I'm answering emails. Yeah. I'm not like I'm not just like playing a scrolling game. Scrolling yeah. Facebook or scrolling yeah. Instagram, you know, like. Yeah mindlessly liking pictures <laughs> you know <laughs> scroll scroll double tap like you'll stop to give it to her so she can just double tap oh yeah you. so it's you yeah. know you just yeah. try to yeah just not have it be a double yeah. standard because yeah. you just don't understand that it's like i have to say it to jackson well you're on your phone because sometimes i am on my yeah. phone when i tell him to get off his yeah. Whatever I'm telling him to get off of. <laughs> Tablet, phone, TV, video games, computer. It's like, they're yeah. everywhere, right? Yeah. So you have to try. And I want to be a good example too. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sure you are. Anyway. Thanks again. Thanks, Laura. Right, it cheers. was really nice. Bye, yes. everybody. Bye. Yeah, we still have our live going. Ciao, ciao. There's Sarah Christensen. Bye. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning into our podcast. We'll see you next week. In the meantime, if you don't mind doing, um, giving us a rating on the podcast, um, a five-star rating, of course, wink, wink. But uh, no, giving the um, ratings really does help in the podcast world. So thanks very much, and thank you very much to my guest, Shayla Miller. <laughs>